Hey, hey, welcome back to Mamas Have Special Needs 2. I'm your host, Ashley Johnston, and this is episode 125, Acceptance, Part 1. Welcome to the Mamas Have Special Needs 2 podcast, where we are learning to thrive in and enjoy our lives again. I'm your host, Ashley Johnston. Let's go. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. It's so good to be here. I We just got back from our Thanksgiving vacation, and it was so good. It was so good to see family, to talk to family, to play games together. I love playing games. Anybody that knows me, I love playing games, board games, and card games, especially. Or like puzzle games, or escape rooms, like so 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 fun so um oh yeah and the gift exchange game and i know there's like a bunch of variations of that but i love that game too so we played that one and anyway it's just good to catch up with family and talk about things that matter to people that matter so anyway hope you all had a good thanksgiving as well and that you are prepping for a really good christmas um So it was also um, that time of month when I do a pay it forward talk over at the Life Coach University. Guys, free coaching over at the Life Coach University, whether it's through videos or learning different principles, lots of cool stuff. You can find me and many other coaches over there talking about a ton of different topics. So I want to share with you here the beginning of what I talked about this month. And this month I talked about acceptance. And when you really are addressing the idea of acceptance, most of the time we're talking about difficult life situations. Now I will say I have had experiences where trying to accept something that has happened that's really great that you can't believe happened or that you don't want to accept it because you're worried that it will go away Um, Like there's also that aspect of acceptance where something wonderful has happened and you're having a hard time accepting it or believing it. Like when someone's offering you a generous gift as well, for example, that might be something that's hard to accept. But what I am addressing is the kind of acceptance that has to do with a difficult or unexpected life circumstance that really just kind of knocks you off your feet for a little bit, whether it because it's devastating or perhaps it's just unexpected and and you don't know what to do and you kind of have to reorient yourself. Um, And so when I talk to or communicate with moms that are raising children with special needs, I often encounter this kind of experience where it is, you know, that if you gave birth to a child that has special needs and you weren't expecting it, then you can have one of these life life situations that's difficult, unexpected, and it's challenging. Sometimes it's challenging to accept because it's not what you were expecting or it's not what you wanted. And that what that leads to is a resistance in accepting what is. And the reason why I think it's important to engage with acceptance, because what we often do when a hard some, when a hard situation happens in life, 
is that we want to disengage. We want to disengage or we want to resist against it. And what I am doing is I'm going to make a case to you today about why it is a good idea to engage with acceptance, to step into a mental dialogue about accepting the difficulty of your circumstances or the unexpectedness of it and how things are now going to be different and why there's value in accepting it and why it is more difficult to try to resist or avoid. So as I was reflecting on this and writing about it, one of the main things that popped up was that resisting and avoiding a difficult life circumstance is that you amplify and elongate suffering. And I'm talking about not just the genuine pain and suffering that comes, but you add on to it unnecessary suffering. And that is where the the amplification and the elongation of suffering comes from. It comes from resistance and it makes the suffering almost unbearable and chronic. It's exhausting. It's suffering with no reward, which makes it unnecessary in my book. Suffering becomes bearable when there is something of value to attain on the other side. As a small example, working out. When you work out, and you look in the mirror and you see uh, your body that's not toned, then you work out and weeks or months later, you can look in the mirror and you can see that your muscles are starting to become toned. The suffering and the pain associated with getting up, getting to the gym, working out, having the the soreness of post-workout and working through all of that and the mental work it takes to get there, it's all worth it. It's intentional, beneficial suffering. It's valuable suffering. And we need to understand what that is to make the process of accepting hard circumstances worth it. And really what I found is on the other side of acceptance is peace with your reality. And I'll hit on this again, but first let's understand what acceptance is and what its opposite is. So acceptance is really the acknowledgement of the facts and that they happened or are happening. The acknowledgement of reality, the acknowledgement of the situation, and not in a way that is trying to fix it, and not in a way that is fixating on why it shouldn't be, but just a recognition that it is. So here's a definition that I actually really liked. And it said, acceptance is the assent to the reality of a situation, recognizing a process or condition that is a fait accompli without attempting to change it or protest it. Now, a I don't know if I'm saying it right. It's F-A-I-T, accompli. So I'm going to say fight. A fight, accompli, is a thing that has already happened or been decided before those that are going to be affected by it 
hear about it. So it kind of, it leaves them with no option but to accept it. And I feel like that is applicable in the situation where you were expecting to have a child that would develop normally and have typical health. And then, and then you have the, a child that doesn't. And that it's something that already happened or it happened, you know, really without your permission, I guess, before you decided that you wanted it. It just happens, right? And so it really does leave you with very little options but to accept it. Now, the opposite to acceptance, in my opinion, is resistance, which is the act or the power of resisting, opposing, or withstanding the situation, something that had happened in the past or is happening in the future. It's just, it sounds like this can't be happening. I don't want this to be happening. Why is this happening? That's in your head that is kind of what resistance is sounding like like. Now, a really great picture that I found on the internet was a depiction of a rainstorm. And this picture was really illustrating the difference between acceptance and not accepting. So here is the image that I'm going to paint for you. I want you to imagine that you are standing outside and that some event is going to happen, something that's important to you. Could be your wedding day, some big family event, or just, or maybe some sort of career event. Just think about, you know, maybe something that's important to you. It's going to happen. It's outside. Let's just say it's a wedding, for example. Now, let's say that it starts to rain on that outdoor wedding. You know, as, as the vows are happening, everyone's outside, it starts to rain and pour, and you're standing outside, not accepting this circumstance would sound like, I don't like the rain. I wish it wasn't raining. My day would be better if it wasn't raining. My day is ruined. Every day is like this. And why does it always rain when all I want is for it to be sunny? And then acceptance of this situation would simply be, yep, it's raining. And that's it. Acceptance really isn't more complicated than that. But the main reason that I have found that people resist accepting their life circumstance is because of the story in their mind that says it shouldn't be, that this is wrong, this isn't how it was supposed to end up. But we cannot control the weather. So what does that leave you with? If we imagine that rain are the difficult circumstances in our lives then really we've got two options. We can stand in the rain and we can complain about what's going on. Think about something in your life that's difficult, right? And it might not be, um, you know, the, the, your child's sickness or their disability or, or anything around that. It might be something totally different. But think about something right now that is difficult for you to accept. And imagine that that thing is rain, and that you're standing there and it's raining, it's pouring on you. And you're looking up at the sky, cursing it 
and saying, why me? Why is this happening, right? This is resistance. This shouldn't be happening. This wasn't supposed to be my life. Like, this is not fair. And you're standing there and you're getting soaked and you'll probably get sick. But it keeps raining. Now, imagine if you were in acceptance that it was raining, acceptance of whatever life circumstance you're thinking about. What you might do is look up at the sky and go, oh, it's raining. Okay, now what do I do? Do I want to stand in the rain? I don't. I actually want to get dry. I'm going to look for shelter. Maybe there's a pavilion you can get under. Maybe there is no shelter. And so you make one all while it's raining on you. All while maybe you have friends and family waiting for you to finish that shelter. Or maybe you're building it together. You have to look for resources. You have to try to build it. But what if it fails, right? Then you have to start over and try to build some a shelter that will withstand the storm. And that can take time and trial and error all while you're getting rained on. But eventually, you will get that shelter built. And you will be the better for it. And you will be more resistant to difficult life situations. More, I guess, not resistant, but resilient would be more of the word. That is what acceptance look like. Acceptance is, this is happening, now what? And resistance is, this shouldn't be happening. So as I have been thinking about this idea, and you can carry that imagery with you, I feel like that's really powerful. I wanted to sit down and really think about what were the outcomes like just let's just look down the road a little bit and let's say that I have a hard life circumstance that I'm having a hard time accepting and I'm really resisting it. If I continue to resist it, what could my outcomes look like down the road? And here are just a few that I thought of. I don't learn adaptability and I don't find constructive solutions. My anxiety and stress increase when I resist or don't accept the reality of my situation. It's very stressful. I experience emotional suppression, which can manifest in mental or physical breakdowns. Now, I'm going to share with you the outcome that I learned and then some of the specific things that happened to me that taught me that this was the outcome of staying in resistance to the reality of my life. And the first one is that I don't adapt or find constructive solutions. And what that looked like for me was not taking suggestions of other people and not looking for alternative ways to solve problems um, or struggles, like the communication struggles that my children, um, they don't speak. And when I'm in a place of resistance, of it, it shouldn't be this way they should speak, I would not look for solutions and I would not adapt to what they needed. Something else I've noticed is an increase in anxiety and stress. Um, meaning that I, for me, that looked like urgency 
an urgency to get resources, an urgency to get help, and everything was taking so long. And so there was so much stress and so much anxiety because I was in a hurry to try to make things different because the narrative was it shouldn't be this way because I wasn't accepting the fact that it was, right? I'm going to use mostly um, the idea that my, my, um, that my children are not verbal and that I felt like they should be. Another thing was emotional suppression. That's an outcome of resistance. And that can manifest in mental and physical breakdown. For me, that looks like graying hair or hair loss, energetic fatigue, physical fatigue, poor eating choices, which only contributed to the fatigue, excessive media use, like doom scrolling and wasting hours on social media that really didn't contribute to my life at all, um, and, and depression. And that is what the suppressing um, the grief or loss of what I thought life was going to be and resisting acceptance looked like emotional suppression. It also looked like isolation, like withdrawing from people and stewing with the idea that nobody understands or, um, and this isn't one I've experienced really personally, but it is something that I have seen um, with clients, I've seen in Facebook groups, I've heard of in conversation, but the idea that nobody understands me, nobody knows what I'm going through, people say such stupid things like they should educate themselves um, or try trying to avoid or hide from difficult social situations or interactions. Um, and so there's a lot of isolation that can happen when you resist the reality of of what your life is or the reality that not everybody is going to be interested in helping you or the reality that other people are going to be overwhelmed at the idea of children with special needs or maybe they just won't know what to do with whatever difficult life situation you're going through whether that might be a the loss of a relationship a divorce the death of a loved one the, the loss of a job or a career like people just don't always know what to do and so we withdraw instead of remaining open, and that creates isolation um, because we feel like they should understand, right? Um, another thing is when I would resist the reality of my situation is I would miss out on developing skills and coping mechanisms, whether it was for me or for my kids, um, it, my growth was stunted. So like when you think about the rain example, it's raining, it's raining when you're standing in the rain and you're yelling up at the sky, God, why did you do this to me or universe or whatever it is? Why'd you do this to me? This isn't fair. You get really good at complaining, but that's about it, right? Whereas if you were to go, oh my gosh, it's raining. Okay, now what do I do? When you try to build shelter, you try to find shelter, you are developing skills and coping mechanisms so that the next time it rains, you know what to do or where to go. And so when you resist, though, and complain that you cannot build those skills. And so that's the loss. That's the outcome of resistance. Another thing that I've noticed was an outcome is strained relationships. What I've noticed is that if you are rigid in accepting your life, accepting the hand that you were dealt, then you often are also very rigid in your relationships. You need to be able to compromise, to be flexible, to communicate, 
to communicate your needs, to communicate their needs, and to be able to adapt to unexpected circumstances. This can also look like, for me, when my children were not talking and they were aging and getting older and they wouldn't talk and it was like, oh, they should be talking. And it's frustrating. It wasn't just frustrating for me, but it was frustrating for them. And I wasn't showing up with resources to teach them and they were getting frustrated because they didn't have the skill set to communicate properly. And our relationship as a result was strained because I wasn't accepting where they were. I was resisting where they were thinking they should be somewhere else. And that really strained my relationship with my kids. All right, now the last outcome that I have right now is increasing the likelihood that I would make decisions from a volatile emotional state. Because it kind of feels like you're a little bit out of touch with reality, which you are. Because you're not accepting the fact that this happened. You're not accepting the fact that it's raining and that you can't make it stop raining. And so you are living in a, in a realm that's not real. At least that's how it felt to me. But you didn't, I didn't really notice it until I started to accept the objective reality of what was happening in my life. But once I did accept it, then I could actually do something about it. So now let me share with you the list of outcomes of acceptance of a difficult, like, of a difficult or unexpected life circumstance. These ones are a lot shorter. My flexibility with life increased, like emotional and mental flexibility. I was more adaptable. I could overcome obstacles easier. I could use the change to my advantage and to my children's advantage. I developed a growth mindset. I was more nimble. I was more humble, had more perseverance it alleviates a ton of stress to step into acceptance and just be like, yep, this is happening. My mental health improved. My emotional health improved. I was making better decisions from a more stable emotional place. My relationships improved. And not just with my kids, but with myself, with my spouse, with my family members. My energy was increasing, my physical energy, as well as my emotional and mental energy. And I felt tons more gratitude for what was happening in my life, for what I had in my life, and for the progress that I was making and my children were making. And it increased my mindfulness and awareness of the presence and gratitude for, sorry, not presence, but for the present, for the present moment, an increase in gratitude and awareness. And that was just some of the positive outcomes that I thought of in a short amount of time. Like, I feel like there's probably more. So when I finished making these two lists, what are the outcomes of resisting reality the reality of my life circumstances and what are the outcomes of accepting it? I feel like there are little to no upsides in resisting it. 
and it feels hard. Like I do want to acknowledge that it like there, we get ideas in our heads about what life should be like and how people should treat us and about what we deserve and what our children deserve and what their lives should be like. We hold on to it so tightly because in our mind, it feels like it's the grass that's greener on the other side. It's, it's the place where we can actually be happy because there's no way we could be happy or even handle these difficult life circumstances that were had dealt, you know, these hands that were dealt that we don't know how to play. But I feel like it couldn't be further from the truth that the harder that we grip onto what, what we wish was and try to let go of what actually is, the more pain we experience, the more chronic suffering we experience. So then to answer the question again, if you decided to give up the resistance that you have to the life circumstance that has been difficult for you and you actually accept it, meaning that you're going to engage with it as it actually is, right? You're engaging with the rain as if it's raining and as if it can make you sick and it could kill you, right? And if you're engaging with it as it is, the valuable thing on the other side of it is everything that will refine and develop you into a person that you love and you respect. You become that person. And that is the value in being dealt a hand in life that's challenging and one that you didn't expect and maybe one that you didn't want. Because listen, as much as it sounds nice to have a life that's easy, that's pain-free, that doesn't have any suffering, and that doesn't leave you hurt or damaged or vulnerable or traumatized, it's not the kind of life you want. Because we are a species that gets bored in mastery and bored in just complete peace and complete comfort. We want a challenge. We want to grow. And so when you can turn around and you can look at that hard circumstance, when you can look up at the rain and say, ah, it's raining, but I'm up for it. I accept. Let's do this. That's when you start the journey of becoming the person that you want to become that's when you start the journey of becoming the best version of yourself so I want to challenge you to either in your head or you can sit down but think about this life circumstance something right now that's challenging for you think about what would happen If instead of thinking that it shouldn't be, you think this is how it should be because it is this way. And then list all of the reasons why it's good that it's this way. Why the sacrifice is good that you will make. Why the suffering is beneficial. And who you can become By working through it, by being with it, by, by incorporating it into your life.
It's a super powerful exercise. And I would really love to hear your experiences with it. Okay, you can reach out to me at my email address, ashleyjohnstoncoaching at gmail.com. That's A-S-H-L-E-I-G-H johnstoncoaching at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. All right, that's what I've got for you today on acceptance. I'm going to be doing another one on acceptance about the past and the present and the future. It's going to be a good one. So until next time, take care. Hey, mamas, listen, you can create the life and relationships you want as a mother raising children with special needs. And I can show you how. We can hop on a free Zoom call and talk about what you need, what you want, and what I have to offer. No pressure, and it'll be super fun to chat and connect. So send me a message on my Instagram, Mamas Have Special Needs 2. The link's below, and let's hop on a call.